Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Super Rugby Trans-Tasman Review for Round 2 uh, of uh, the competition uh, where we had, what do we have? We had the Hurricanes versus the, the Rebels, um, the uh, Force versus the Highlanders, Blues, Waratahs, Chiefs, Brumbies, and Reds versus Crusaders. So five games again this weekend in Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. I'll take you through all of those games. Um, I've also uh, got some post-match reaction videos from the uh, Chiefs versus the uh, Waratahs, one with the head coaches um, for both of those uh, as well. So uh, great to have you here. Don't forget we're live at 8pm every single Sunday with the uh, Super Rugby Review Show or you can catch it as a podcast. Just uh, search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite pod catcher. So uh, kicking us off on Friday night, we had the Hurricanes versus the Rebels. Um, and uh, look, I'll be honest, I didn't go to this one expecting too much. Um, we'd already seen the Waratahs, uh, sorry, we've already seen that the Hurricanes have a big scoring game against the Waratahs where both sides uh, racked up big points, um, but it was a comfortable Hurricanes win. Now, I thought I was expecting something perhaps similar, but with probably less points or less tries because the Rebels really have been the lo- were the lowest try scorers in Super Rugby AU, uh, so I wasn't expecting uh, too many points from them. Um, early on, look, the Canes really were just going for the corner. They weren't actually kicking over threes or trying to build a score. Um, perhaps they had that bonus point in mind straight from the off and perhaps um, an element of arrogance there uh, and maybe perhaps not the best way to go about it. Perhaps you should start building the score and use scoreboard pressure to pick up those tries um, later on. After uh, 14 minutes, um, they, uh, the Rebels lost Elof to a yellow card um, for collapsing the mall. Also, Nazarani was off as well with the HIA. So uh, early disruptions for the Tars. Um, in what is, let's be honest, a uh, inexperienced team that uh, needs all the experience it can uh, can find in those sort of situations. Um, uh, Julian Severe showed like he was nearly back by bashing by nearly bashing over in the corner um, as the bus. And look, he has been playing much better uh, these last few weeks. Not saying not uh, at all suggesting All Blacks level uh, performances, but definitely uh, creditable uh, at Super Rugby level. Um, against, uh, well, I guess the opposition had the last couple of weeks. Um, 
Uh, and Surveyor was the one that opened up the scoring with an interception try um, going over under the post. I mean, the the, the uh, Rebels had hardly had that ball for that first 19 minutes, held out well, finally get the ball. And what do they do? They give up points after um, weathering that early storm. Um, a real shame for them um, on uh, um, on that one. Um, the uh, yeah, Gordon really the the uh, the scrum half. Oh, sorry, not scrum half. The uh, the fly half really wasn't looking very comfortable in his positioning at this point. Samoa had moved out to twelve from ten, uh, and Gordon had come in at uh, at ten. And yeah, um, sometimes he was. Uh, we saw Tamura in there where he thought he should be, and then. Uh, he looked like he was wandering around looking where he should be at times, which wasn't uh, particularly good uh, for him. Uh, but so, uh, look, he is new at this kind of level. Um, they did, uh, the Rebels did get the next points on the board with um, as uh, the Hurricanes go a penalty straight from the kickoff. So it went back to 7 3. Um, but uh, then Laumapi um, cop, uh, um, cuts back, uh, passes out of the tackle. Um, the scrum half gives it to a Proctor, and Proctor uh, goes over. To score and it's 14-3 at that point. Um, the uh, we had Houston going for a run, um, missing, uh, making nine tackles missed, um, but didn't um, really finish it. Uh, and look, the Hurricanes 20 clean breaks in this game, um, but uh, only um, score in inverted commas there, scoring five tries. So the Hurricanes were not at their best by any stretch of imagination, um, really messing some things up here. But the Rebels, uh, no way um, good enough. They did um, score in the corner uh, straight after halftime, uh, but um, that um, just uh, led us to a uh, to another try. Well, Lamapi break first, Houston close, plays the ball about three times, um, but uh, and gets uh, pinged eventually for holding on. Should have been pinged just for those three three movements. Um, but again, they went close again. Another uh, opportunity that the Hurricanes should have scored. The Hurricanes, as I say, left a lot of points out there. Um, with their 564 metres running. Yes, um, a lot of running in this game. Um, the uh, um, uh, the we, we, we had um, uh, Proctor bouncing out of a tackle, uh, a couple of tackles, giving it severe for his try. Um, over down at 55 tries, not sure if he's top try scorer or just one, just one behind um, Cullen and uh, TJ Piranara, um, but he's very close now and should probably catch him or, or overtake him in the next couple of weeks, you'd think. Um uh, Magne uh, bundled over with uh, three players on him. That was pretty impressive. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was all about Powell uh, up in the pace at that point. Um, and then he gets pulled off straight away afterwards. He's like, what What, what are they doing um, with the Rebels there? So some questionable um, tactics with their uh, substitutes there. Look, that closed it up to 14-8 um, was the closest it ever got. Uh, and um, the, uh, uh, the, the, the Hurricanes pulled away to, to win it. Um, by 35-13 in the end um, with the, the bonus point win. Uh, but um, as I say, a lot of books opportunities. Their tackling, however, was spot on. 96% tackling. They made 134 tackles, and, uh, only um, missing five. So really good there. The Brills, on the other hand, made 109 tackles, but they missed 44. Yeah, horrendous defence by the Rebels in this game, missing those tackles, allowing 20 line breaks. Uh, the Rebels were were an absolute mess um, in this one, um, to be honest with you. Uh, some of the players um, that, uh, uh, from, from a stats point of view, I mean, um, on those missed tackles, where do they come from? Well, uh, six by Tamua, um, another five by Gordon. So your halfback um, combination there, 
uh, 11 missed tackles between them. And then the rest are kind of spread out across the team um, with those. Um, on the attacking side of things, 113 metres for Julian Surveyor, a couple of breaks, as I say, uh, that interception try, for example. Uh, I'm happy with 100 metres as well. Um, six, uh, eight defenders beaten for Wes Hooson, um, leading the charge there. Amua also uh, got in on the, ac the action as well. Uh, good evening, Simon. Great to have you joining us here on uh, New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh, thank you for, for, for joining us. Um, and so, yes, as expected, the Hurricanes got that comfortable win um, over the Rebels there. Um, but I think they'll have much sterner um, tasks ahead of them. They've played now the worst two teams in, or the weakest two teams in Super Rugby AU, in the Waratahs and the Rebels. Um, it's the Force at home next weekend, which is uh, good for them to be at home. Uh, tough ask for the Force in that one. Um, but then the uh, with the Reds and Brumbies in the last two weeks, uh, so going to get a bit harder for the for the, for the Hurricanes, um, and they're going to need to finish their opportunities off uh, and not leave quite so many out there. Next up was the Force versus the Highlanders, and to be honest with you, I uh, struggled to stay awake during this one uh, just because it was late rather than the actual um, quality of play or anything. Um, but essentially, the Highlanders jumped out to a um, uh, to a 12 nil lead uh, in the opening sort of quarter. Um, Aaron Smith with a brilliant try, uh, thrown to the back of the line out to suck in that uh, back defender. Um, and then Aaron Smith hit the gap, hit the, uh, the, the scene between the line out and the backs players straight through. And because that, because uh, they'd thrown to the back and pull in that defender that left the gap, um, that Aaron Smith could um, uh, go through with Nariki, Nariki on his shoulder. Uh, to get the ball to and go over. So wonderfully wonderfully worked move um, there um, with that one. Um, there was quite a big uh, break for injury, and, and I think Kahu is lucky not to get a yellow card for a deliberate knock-on. Um, but um, the uh, uh, we then had a scrum penalty and a line-out maul with no jumper, just thrown straight to three, uh, where or, or straight to two, sorry, where I think it was Frizzell who put his hands up and just caught it. And then the line out more and the, 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 the more went over. Um, and certainly it's 12 nil. Um, we also then had a uh, an, another line out more um, that uh, Aaron Smith takes it out, uh, gives it to Gregory to score. And that's right, the three tries that have come for the Highlanders, all from line outs, uh, you'll see in that um, first half. So clearly, the key thing there is not to give um, the Highlanders line outs in your own half. Uh, the Highlanders had 20. Um, lineouts in this game only lost one. Partially, that's from the twelve penalties that the force um, gave up. But the other one is from uh, clearing kicks. Um, obviously, they. But um, you have a bit of a dilemma, don't you? Do you kick, kick the ball in field, and, and accept a counter attack, or do you kick it out and then have the Highlanders attack you off a lineout? It's a difficult one, um, either way. Um, uh, Hunt had his had good, good and bad points. Uh, kicked out in the full, etc. The, uh, the referee had a decent game in this one. Uh, there was a try for the uh, force just um, before halftime, and it looked like there was a knock-on in there, but it actually came back off a uh, Highlanders player. So well done to him for playing advantage uh, that led on to that try. Um, but again, Western Force perhaps one of the most competitive teams, even if they did lose this one 15 to 25. Um, so it's one of the closer, if it's not the closest margin, I think, um, this weekend. So... Uh, whilst we've probably been disparaging the force um, at home, they're proving difficult to beat. Uh, so their trip away to the Hurricanes next weekend is going to be a bit of a task, a, a, a real test for them uh, to do it on the road, though. 
Now, there'll be a good, um, actually, probably, I think one of the, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, crowds um, this weekend. We'll talk about crowds later. Uh, so that saw us on Friday night, um, and then we head on to uh, Saturday. Now, uh, because I was at the Chiefs versus the Rumbies game, I didn't get to watch the uh, Blues versus the Waratahs live. Um, or just bits of it. I have caught up with highlights um, uh, today um, in this one. But uh, interesting, the Blues didn't make the same mistake the Hurricanes did. They went for three points um, early on and knocked over the points, uh, not going for the um, uh, for the corner there. I just rather didn't actually put in the last score on here. Um, but uh, uh, Bryce Heem has um, settled in well, hasn't he, eventually? Has uh, has got to know the team, um, and he picked up a, I think it was a hat trick um, on the night um, out wide after a scrum. Uh, a couple of phases led to an overlap. He then cut inside um, and scored that one. Um, the uh, there are at least two um, opportunities that were uh, the, the the Blues are left out there after that though. And again, this is another one where I mean, eighteen clean breaks in this one for six tries. Uh, the Blues management are not going to be happy with uh, perhaps some of the uh, uh, the execution here um, or, or some of the clinicality of this um, this Blues team. Uh, Robinson scoring to the corner um, came after a lucky bounce um, with a heme kick uh, that got charged down uh, again. That was but that was straight after a turnover and um, 15 turnovers by the Tars in this one. But they, the Blues were that's where the Blues really hurt them. I think uh, in this one. Um, and look, those two disallowed tries, sure, it's suddenly it's 15-0 heading towards the hour mark. But then uh, they allowed the Tars back into this with two tries. Bell beats the um, the rush defence to go over uh, as the props go to work. Um, and then Gordon um, has an interception try from that one. Uh, Christie, Tom Christie sat, stood at first receiver. Uh, he's normally a scrum, normally in the scrum half position. Doesn't look and uh, gives it to Gordon who, and, um, by, uh, by accident. He goes over. Um, and suddenly it's just a one-point game. Uh, after the Blues dominating it. Um, and uh, that's not where it should have been. Uh, the Blues then did um, uh, manage to get a line-out more um, try uh, after bashing where the line getting themselves a, a penalty and were held up short. Um, the uh, the Tars then have a penalty uh, close to the uh, Blues line. They go for a scrum, eight peels off, and gives it to Tom Christie. Um, in, uh, so intercepting it there again. So the both nines getting themselves involved uh, or, or, or stealing the ball there. Um, we did uh, have a, line, uh, a yellow card then for um, the Waratahs soon after that. And during um, the next 10 minutes, uh, it ended up being a try each. So the Tars actually did quite well um, during that one. Um, but after getting within one point, uh, the Blues just pulled away and um, the Tars could just get that one try in the second half. The Blues pulled it away to 48-21. Um, again, interceptions and turnovers uh, were, uh, were, 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 were sort of a, 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 a problem for the Tars, um, and that rush defence by the uh, um, by the Blues uh, was good. Zane Sullivan, Sullivan um, was uh, was good uh, and very prominent um, towards the end there, getting his arms free in the tackle, uh, giving some good passes or offloads, depending on how you want to look at it, keeping that ball alive, um, which is all important for that fast ball. There, eleven passes, which um, uh, for the fullback there, which is which is third, only after Tom Christie, the, the fly half, scrum half, and a Trey Black, the uh, the fly half, so really got himself involved in this game. 
even if he only had 23 meters running, his uh, his ability to keep that ball alive um, was uh, uh, was was really impressive. Um, uh, six clean breaks for Bryce Heem um, there, so a main uh, contributor to those uh, to, 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 to on, on on that side of things. Um, Rico Wani, that's right, Kiri Wani, 16 carries, so he got himself through a chunk of work um, uh, in this game. Not quite as much as Angus Bell, who the prop though with 18 carries. Boy, oh boy, look, scrumming is supposed to be your main job, folks, um, and perhaps we've seen a bit of an issue there for some of the Australian teams um, over the opening two rounds. On the defensive side of things, 17 tackles by Tom Robinson and not one missed. Boy, oh boy, uh, they did miss him at the beginning of the season, didn't they, with, uh, with his injury. He's created a much more balance in that back row um, since he's uh, come back, which is good. Um, Lockie Swinton, um, with 12, led the way for the Waratahs. But look, you can't... Uh, uh, the, the Blues, again, uh, not finishing off opportunities. That's really the difference between the Crusaders uh, and the other New Zealand sides. And um, we'll hear Clayton McMillan um, talking about that in, uh, uh, in in a few moments when I talk about the uh, Chiefs versus the uh, Brumbies game. But before we get on to that, quick commercial break. Yes, yeah, New Zealand Sports Radio is an independent um, production company um, bringing you shows every single day, uh, including the morning sports briefing, as well as rugby league uh, football shows as well. Um, so uh, if you'd like to support us and help us bring you more content, get around to more ground um, in the club rugby and also uh, the other um, club sports, uh, then think about heading over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio um, to become a supporter of New Zealand Sports Radio. And also you will get access to exclusive pieces that you can buy on nzsportradio.com uh, where we uh, look at have exclusive videos and podcasts for our supporters there. So um, after we had the Chiefs versus the Brumbies, I was lucky um, to um, to be at. Uh, and um, look, the Chiefs did a very good job in this one of uh, controlling the game, I felt. Playing the game um, where they wanted to uh, and um, with the ball. So if you look at some of the stats, uh, they were, they're not um, wildly disparate. Um, tackling percentage, 85, 82%, 85%. Miss, um, Missed tackles, 27 for both teams. Clean breaks, 10 for the Chiefs, 8 for the Brumbies. Turnovers, 14 by the Chiefs, 17 for the Brumbies. Look, um, and uh, possession and territory, 51%, 49%, 55%, 45% on territory. So, look, a lot of the stats are very even, but uh, just the the uh, um, but the, the just the amount of control that uh, you, you felt that the, blue, that the, that the Chiefs had um, uh, during that game was uh, felt like they were they were always leading uh, and not uh, going to lose. Um, they uh, got the the uh, eye uh, got an early an early score um, before he had to go off with a poked finger in the eye. So hopefully uh, he'll be back and okay from that. Uh, Ikatel, um the uh, saw that he had a, a lock in front of him, took the player on the outside uh, to even things up at five all. Um, but then the scrum really came uh, into its own. Um, with a, uh, a pushover try, or what was a wheeling try that Luke Jacobson um, scored off the back of. And then again, another five-minute try that off the back of a wheeling, a wheeling try, Jacobson scores again. So then suddenly it's um, 19-5 um, going into uh, half-time. Jacobson had a great break, but didn't get the pass away to Weber, uh, which was a um, uh, which, which was, a, was, was, was an opportunity that went begging. Um, 
And in the uh, second half, again, the Chiefs were the first to score. Uh, and at, uh, at 26-5, um, it was always going to be uh, too much for the Brumbies um, to come back from. It finished at 40-19 um, to 19, um, with a late score there for the um, for the Brumbies. And uh, let's have a quick listen to the Brumbies um, head coach. We let ourselves down and we were disappointing. Uh, lacked uh, physicality and intent. And we've spoken about it a lot. You won't win in New Zealand if uh, if you lack those uh, lack in those areas. And yeah, we we're, we're beaten by the, uh, the better team on the night. Was this the three-game road trip to start that campaign seen as like a positive originally, or you know that you only yeah. had to do one trip across the country? Oh, it's a, it's a great learning curve, isn't it? You know, it's for to uh, you know, it's not often these days that you get three-game tours in New Zealand, so it's you know a really good opportunity to learn and, and, and develop and. And understand uh, where we're at um, currently, and that's you know that's it's, it's great for our, our young players. Yeah, look, um, just uh, pausing it there because talking there, he's talking there about the fact that their opening draw is uh, the Crusaders, the Chiefs, and the Blues all on the road. The top three teams from Super Rugby Altera, um I think it's a really unfair uh, schedule for the Brumbies. He's and I think you can see there from his eyes, say a great opportunity, great learning opportunity, great opportunity to see where we're at, um, etc. That is, you know, I think they went into. I think he's he's acknowledging that his chances of them um, challenging for the final uh, for the title in this after that kind of start um, was pretty unlikely. Uh, he does lay the blame entirely. It takes total blame, um, uh, not blame. Um, take total ownership of them not uh, uh, having, not winning this game. Not uh, there's no blaming of the ref or anything like that. Uh, it's totally down to he realizes where their problems were that they just didn't have the intensity uh, that they needed. Oh, look, there's been two games, hasn't there? We were well in that contest last last week against uh, you know the best uh, best side in the world at the moment at club level, you'd imagine. So um, tonight we, we we're off. You know, we, we let ourselves down. So it's um, I'm not sitting here thinking that the, the Chiefs are miles ahead of us as, as a football team. They were better on the night tonight, and, and, and credit for, to them. I think that shows that yeah, look, some some good um, level headedness there. Yet yeah, they were very close against the Crusaders. Uh, look, there's one kick away from uh, from drawing that game. Uh, sure, they didn't uh, turn up, uh, but uh, it shows that yeah, they need more better consistency. But they can challenge um, with other teams. So it's good to see that he's got that. And there's no um, yeah, no sort of panic or or overreaction from uh, the the, uh, the head coach there. Let's uh, hear the other side of things from uh, Clayton McMillan. Keep encouraging them to come, to come back in numbers to support us. So, you know, it was an important victory tonight. And he talks there about, yeah, they look important having that victory to, for, for the fans and trying to keep um, the having the numbers. And uh, you've got to say, actually, the numbers are down because uh, it didn't look like a big crowd last night. And uh, in all honesty, it wasn't um, just over 10,000 there um, for the Chiefs versus the Brumbies. Um, which is their smallest crowd of the season, uh, except for the opening game, obviously, which was uh, restricted due to a coronavirus back uh, against the Highlanders. But their smallest crowd before this was against the Blues at 13,000. Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely down there. Also, if we look at um, the other attendances that we've been given 
because uh, not all the games um, re report them. But last weekend at Forsyth Bar, again, uh, 10,800, just below 11,000 there. Again, the Highlands' previous lowest one was 13,300 against the Blues. So again, um, not a great crowd uh, for the Crusaders. 11,000, again, uh, their previous lowest was 12,000 against the against the Hurricanes. This is their lowest their lowest crowd. So yeah, crowds not clearly not turning up in the same numbers, unfortunately, for Super Rugby uh, Trans Tasman uh, there. But uh, you can clearly see, Clayton's uh, very clear there. We, it's, uh, uh, the coaches are aware of this as well. Uh, and about trying to create entertainment and trying to get the fans through the doors. Yeah, I thought he was um, outstanding. You know, he's, um, he's been good all year, hasn't he? And um, you know, the games, some games when he's been a little bit quiet, the you know, ball just hasn't really sort of gone his way, but he showed a clean pair of heels um, at times today. Um, I still hit him up about the shitty pass he, he tried to give to. Um, Webby, that should have been a try, so, you know, getting better, but not perfect. Is that, is that the old number eight review coming out? Oh, no, I just reckon that, you know, those, um, you don't get many opportunities at this level, and we've harped on all year around not cashing in on opportunities like that, and so that's that's a frustration, because um, a decent pass, and, you know, Webby, Webby goes in, and then we're up by 25 points at half time. that's a lot different picture than a 15 or 16, you know, um, point margin because that's not a lot in the modern game so we just need to nail those to be you know to keep advancing our game and being the you know the, the real consistent contenders that we aspire to be we probably just need to take stock of again the, the injuries who have we actually got on deck who can we anticipate coming oh, sorry i should stop just before that bit but um yeah you got to say there that look the um uh that's uh that he's kind of that's uh, yeah he's aware they're not finishing off um, games when not finishing off opportunities when they should do. I say the Blues didn't, the Hurricanes didn't. Uh, when we get on to the uh, Crusaders game next, you'll see they did um, finish the opportunities, and that's kind of the difference between the top team in New Zealand or in the world uh, and this next level of teams. Uh, a couple of comments in the live chat there that uh, is there an argument that New Zealand actually could do with smaller stadiums. Well, yes, uh, I think we'll see that uh, the provincial teams will be moving out of these big stadiums. They're not going to be playing in them much and you've got to say that if they're not playing them there uh how often do these stadiums really get used is it worth having these bigger stadiums uh aaron mentioning that uh, crowds want to see competitive games and perhaps it's a, a sign of the ability of the australian teams uh potentially yeah that's that is probably part of it um but um uh also they, there needs to be more of a tribal uh atmosphere uh, um tri tribal atmosphere or tribal um built up by these super rugby sides uh so that people turn up winning or losing Remember, only one team can win uh, and um, get people turning up to support their team, not just because of who we're going to see. Uh, and I think that's where a lot of work needs to be done um, by these uh, super rugby uh, uh, sites and also the provinces, to be honest. Uh, going to have a quick listen now about to um, Clayton talking about the intensity of uh, super rugby uh, so far this year uh, and uh, the sort of injuries that they're having. Back on board to help us sort of scrap through the next three weeks. Any other um, uh, nothing significant, I don't think, but um, uh, Jonah's had a tight hemi. He should be fine. It's just it's just the, the load, you know, like I'm actually starting to see now guys like Brad and Damien. Um, you know, they, they're, they're energised the bunnies, but sometimes 
um, sort of in that last 20 minutes. And I know it was a free-flowing game and the ball was kind of in play for long periods of time, but it did look at times that we, we were running in quicksand and the only um, you know, logical sort of conclusion you can come to is that there's some tight boys who are playing big minutes and um, you know, we've had to play seven games in a row now and travel um, and it's not going to, you know, it's pretty relentless, isn't it? So it is what it is. We'll suck it up, but um, it's tough. So, yes, yeah, so there you go. Uh, Clayton mentioning how, yeah, seven games, seven weeks and uh, basically not having those buys. So uh, um, his, uh, it has been has been tough. Obviously, they went through two of the uh, final, whereas uh, other teams uh, had a weekend off then. They obviously haven't. So uh, their resources are going to be stretched um, over the next few weeks. And look, players get injured when they get tired. Um, so uh, needs to be careful with players, as he says, like Dane McKenzie, like Brad Weber, um, who are starting to show um, fatigue from um, uh, from those ones um, as it's uh, um, uh, as it is. Uh, moving on, the final game of the um, weekend um, is the uh, Reds versus uh, the uh, Crusaders. Um, with the the in, in this one, look, the Crusaders came out all guns blazing, didn't they? Um, and uh, not helped by again a lack of intensity by this uh, by the Reds team. Clearly, not the same team um, that was playing in Super Rugby or AU. Or well, it's clearly it is the same team, but not um, they're not playing in the same way. Uh, I think everything uh, they have been building up building up for uh, the whole psyche was towards winning that. Um, but uh, left the ball behind. Mitchell Mwanga then uh, picks up and scores a try on five minutes, um, and with his perfect perfect kicking record this evening. Uh, the points just um, kept on racking up. Again, the Dreads tried a crossfield kick. Look, they tried that a lot last weekend, and it really didn't pay off. And it didn't pay off again this weekend. Um, a couple of phases later, after they, the Crusaders claim it, um, Mwanga breaks uh, and uh, puts Reese in to um, score. Um, James O'Connor then chips over. Um, the Reds did get it back, but just to uh, throw an intercept to David Havili. Look, he did that last weekend as well, didn't he? Um, and uh, with lots of support, the Sailors go over to score after six phases. Um, the uh, uh, Sorry, they go to score. And suddenly it's 21-0 after 14 minutes. Uh, so more than score a minute uh, at this point. Uh, the Crusaders have a scrum on their own, 22. They go through six phases, just held up. Um, that could have been another score. Um, we had a Richard Mwanga then scoring after a five-minute scrum looping round. And it's 28-0 after 28 minutes. Really impressive by the uh, Crusaders there. And let's be honest, the game is already gone. Uh, they don't score again before half-time, and uh, um, McDermott um, taps and goes under the post uh, after a scrum at penalty uh, and uh, to, to get a try just um, just before half-time. But um, normal um, service is resumed after half-time. There's a line-out. Habili puts a cross-field kick in uh, that uh, Reese scores in the corner. Um, the... Uh, uh, and then even when there's nothing on, um, they can put up a kick and crossfield sort of uh, uh, crossfield Gary Owen um, that gets claimed by Vrainuku, and suddenly um, they uh, go in to, um, uh, to 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 score. Um, the uh, we then had Vrainuku um, was uh, just in touch and just missing out on a try there, um, but um, all that happens is from the next line out they get a penalty try, um, and it's forty nine seven. 
couple of really nice scores by the Reds, uh, including Wilson. Uh, but um, let's be uh, let's be honest, it was all way too little too late. Uh, but Harry Wilson down the sideline there, the number eight uh, dummy inside to Topu, uh, and uh, uh, so it's totally bought by Jordan. Uh, and over he goes and scores. Um, we uh, then had uh, a charge down by Wilson, uh, collects it, then uh, throws an over the head behind him pass um, to um, uh, Vunibalu, uh, who then goes um, on to score the try. So a couple of real um, beautiful tries involving Wilson there. I mean, that pulled it back to 21-49, but let's be honest, um, not uh, that didn't alter anything. Um, the Crusaders' big men came to play. Uh, they bashed over. We had Cody Taylor scoring another try. Um, and uh, the um, and Jordan got a yellow card uh, late on. Um, and, uh, and it was a consolation try for the Reds. So the Reds came back in, in that second half. I mean, they still lost the second half, uh, but they did score 21 points and three tries in it um, for some entertaining rugby. And I say two real fun tries involving uh, Wilson um, there in that one. But uh, it was all already gone. Um, at uh, that point. Um, is there a, a semi-final before the final in Trans-Tasman Cup? No, I just think it's the top two uh, going into the final at um, the end um, of this one, which uh, I think we can all say is going to be, looking at the table now, uh, is going to be uh, two of the New Zealand sides. We've got the Blues and the Hurricanes coming at the top of the table, both with 10 points. But as I've already mentioned, the Hurricanes have played the two easiest teams already. And then the Crusaders, Highlands and Chiefs all on nine points just behind them. Um, because say the Crusaders have played the Brumbies and the Reds already. Uh, so they've got the two hard games out of the way uh, and uh, looking good to um, uh, to make it to the final. Um, as Oren says, the final is going to be Crusaders versus somebody. Who is that going to be? Um, well, we'll just have to wait and see at this point. Um the uh, amongst Australian teams, well, the Western Force and the Brumbies both picked up a losing bonus point in round one, didn't they? Uh, as, as the Western Force nearly beat the Chiefs and the Brumbies nearly drew with the Crusaders. Um, but uh, that's the only point so far. Um, with the Waratahs having conceded the most points with 112 um, from um, their games. But uh, uh, the Melbourne Rebels really showing you why they're struggling. They've only scored 16 points in their two games so far which uh, really isn't even going to win you one game, never mind two. Um, so the Rebels really need to sort out their scoring. Defensively at 85 points, that's not too bad, relatively speaking. The Hurricanes have given up 40, 61 and the Crusaders 57 points. Um, so look, um, but uh, they really need to sort out that, uh, that attack because uh, they're just not in games um, at the moment. Um, looking forward to next weekend, we have the Hurricanes up against the Western Force. Um, at home on Friday night, that's a seven, uh, or five past seven, seven p.m. game here in New Zealand. Uh, be interesting how the force travel um, on the road. Um, then on Saturday we have three games: uh, an early kickoff, five p.m. with the Waratahs hosting the Crusaders. Ouch, that's uh, going to be painful, isn't it? That's going to be another big uh, away win, you'd think. Um, the Blues hosting the Brumbies at seven fifteen p.m. So ten minutes later. Um, than normal folks. Normally it's five past, past seven, so a slightly later kickoff there for the Blues versus the uh, Brumbies. Um, and then the Reds um, versus the Chiefs uh, at 9.45 rounds things out on Saturday. We have a Sunday game with the Highlanders hosting the Rebels um, at uh, 2.35pm. Um, uh, that one in Queenstown um, from memory, so that'll be uh, interesting. 
um, to see uh, uh, how uh, that one, um, uh, how that one uh, sort of uh, pans out. So um, in a uh, good to see them taking it to the uh, um, uh, to the provinces. I think actually the, the Hurricanes Western Force is also in Nelson, isn't it, um, as well? Oh, sorry, Napier, not Nelson, uh, is in Napier. So uh, two games next weekend going out to the provinces um, by the uh, Kiwi sides, um, which is um, very good. Um, so uh, thank you, everybody. Don't forget to join me at 7 a.m. every morning with the morning sports briefing. We're back on Tuesday evening with the uh, Driving Wall Show, where we might uh, uh, um, talk about uh, things like uh, uh, the attendance of these games, etc. Um, and um, uh, so uh, uh, we'll be uh, looking forward to that one. So do join us on Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. for the uh, Driving Wall Show. Uh, and I uh, hope you've all had a wonderful weekend, folks, and have a cracking week um, this week. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.